what you do you just put different stuff on top of each other and make fun music <laughs> that's amazing and um it's it's like watching somebody paint all right, so COVID has done a lot of strange things to various people. And one of the things it did for me was I wanted to start a podcast. And so I went into the process of starting that and I said, I'd love a theme song. And I, I searched for a bit, you know, for the right vibe and I found just a tremendous vibe in Kid Mental. I, I watched some of his videos and it was just happy. And it was amazing to me exactly how he makes music. And I'm, he doesn't know how excited I am to, to be able to have this conversation with him because we've only known each other through, through messages, but Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, we're going to dip into it because, uh, you know, we're outside of my medium. It's a little harder for me to explain what, articulate what you do. So, so uh, give us some verbiage. Give us, show us. Um. <laughs> I wish I had my other camera hooked up. Um, I have a looper right here. I can't move it into the camera. It's called a Boss RC505. So um, it's a loop station. You can loop stuff, loop stuff, loop stuff, stuff like that. And um, I, a 505 meaning I got five channels that I can use and I can, over I can overlay them as many times as I need to. So um, basically I kind of start off with a little drum drum beat. Oh, oh, oh. 
that's what you do. You just put different stuff on top of each other and make fun music. <laughs> that's amazing. And um, it's, it's like watching somebody paint. So very cool. How did you, how did it, how did it start for you? Where did that come from? What made you like make sounds initially? <laughs> um, my whole life, I, I always like, there was something just about beatboxing or, or banging on, on walls or desks and making noise with your body. And that was, that always intrigued me. I was, I always, uh, I always loved it, but I never like thought that I could do anything further than with that, than being in the lunchroom and banging on the tables. Um, and no, I was not the person, I was not the, that person that was over there banging on the tables. Like I would do it, but I would keep it to myself. You know, um, I was very to myself a lot of times, but, um, when I, when I, um, I, I did do a lot of hip hop music, a lot of rap, um, poetry, um, a lot of stuff like that. My brother, my bro all of my brothers are into music. My oldest brother is a musician. He can play the keys. He can play the saxophone. He can play the drums, like anything he picks up. He's just a savant. And then the one under him can sing his butt off. Like he can sing just anything. He's worked with a lot of major people. And then the one right below him, like he was really into like words, lexicon, just like raps and battle rap and, and, and all that stuff. So I got to like get every piece of everything from all of the different brothers because I was the youngest. And um, like my, I just, I, I picked up everything. And so when I I used to make the music for the rapper, and then like I would try to do some but like recently I think the last two two almost three years I I wanted to I wanted to get back in the scene and I was I was here in Pittsburgh and I was like I want to do something but um previously I had like problems with bands trying to like do my own band because I didn't want to perform to I don't want to perform to canned music. I don't, I don't, I don't want, I want it to be organic. I want it to be, you know, right there. I didn't want it to be something planned out and then you start and then it stops. And then if you mess up, you can't go back and fix it. I want it to be like, if I mess up, I can organically fix it and keep moving. And like a band was like the first idea. I was like band. Yes. And then like with three kids, a wife and all the band members, none of them had kids, none of them had any obligations, but they all could not make it to practice. And I would be picking up people. I would drive on the other side of town, pick them up, bring them over. And then the other one says, I can't come. And it was always something. And I was just like, man, like, like I, I, we performed a couple of places. We, you know, from Ohio to Pennsylvania, we we did all that stuff and it just, just doesn't work you know and you can't be you can't have a you know i guess it's just the evolution of a lot of things because everybody's busy with their own stuff so when i found out about a looper i um well i don't have the other one i usually have the little one but this guy he was like hey uh 
you ever use one of these? And I was like, no, but I know what it is. And he was like, I can't get it to work. And I was like, he was like, if you want to get it to work, you could try it. So the first looper I ever had, like most of the stuff that I have is borrowed. <laughs> None of it's mine. But um, he gave me that and I, I just started messing around with it. And when I went into the scene, I was like, now I got some, I have, I have a tool that I can use and I could bring my band with me and I am my own band now. And I could start the music when I want to start it, stop the music when I want to stop it. I can, you know, do whatever it is and still keep the crowd involved. And like, I think that's the best way is um, when you're performing is you want to um, engage the people you are performing with. So that's kind of why I created what I created and how I created it because not a, not everybody does that. Yeah, there's a lot of people who beatbox and there's a lot of people who use loopers, but the way that I do it, when I perform with people, I try to, where I perform for people, I try to involve them. Like I either, you know, bring them up and show them how to use the looper and they could loop out with me or um, suggest songs and, or suggest words. Um, so it's cool. Like I've been doing that on Reddit almost maybe once a week I've been going on Reddit and doing a session and you know, I'll have like the words written on, on the, on the screen. It'll just say, suggest a word. And then people come in and my hope, my comment section is just words. That's all it is because people just want, <laughs> they're like, just want me to suggest a word. And sometimes it's, it's jam packed and it's cool because I'll be, I'll make a song and then I'll just, put the one word in and then sing the next word and then like sometimes put them all together and sometimes just break them up. It's fun. It's pretty fun. So that's kind of how I got into it. <laughs> I love that. So it, you know, I think that's how I got into the visual arts because I, I played instruments and in, when I was younger, but it was that whole thing where the other people wouldn't keep up and it just threw me, into something where, you know, this is my, my medium and it threw me into the visual arts, but it's cool that you persisted and found a way around that. Um, yeah. Super cool. How long have you been working like in that format with the looper, you know, cause um, with the, it, I, I'm pretty sure it's only been about two years, maybe really? less than that. Yeah. And, and when you I started to do that, was it, was it like an aha moment or? Um, I can't even remember. I can't, I, I just was happy that I had something that I could express myself with. And I was like, yeah. yo, like this works. And then I didn't, I actually, cause it was weird. I didn't know, uh, like a lot of my music is not beatbox music. It's, it's like instrumentals either that I put together or that somebody else put together and it's orchestrated. It's got all this non-organic beats and sounds and everything. And so I'm like, I have to pick a song or two to perform in front of people that I have to create from my mouth. How am I going to do this? And that was, that was one of those weird moments. Like what, how do I do this? Like, how do I get the temple right? How do I, because, you know, every time you, if you, if, if you're not used to it, you gotta like, how's the temple going to go? Is it going to be this? Do you have to have a metronome? Do you have to do this? And I've never done like live music that way, you know, like it was all on me. 
So in some ways it was like, because it was all on me, I didn't have to worry too much, but then it was all on me. And I was like, well, I better practice and practice and practice and practice. <laughs> and um, like these theme songs, I didn't, I, I don't, I can't remember which, okay. Yeah. I, I think I, I started doing scene, I started doing a scene with the beatbox with the, with the looper. And then I was a delivery driver. So as a, as a delivery driver, I, you know, I'll, I'll make a hundred stops a day. And a lot of them were like, um, the same people, you know, I would go to offices too. And, um, I started like thinking like these people, um, kind of affect everything that we don't realize they affect. Like I'm delivering, if I don't deliver this to these people, then these other people that I am about to deliver to can't do their job. And then I just started realizing the six degrees of separation and was like, yo, like maybe I should create something where uh, I kind of explain um, or, or present to people what other people do and celebrate them at the same time, like trying to celebrate, show people that like there is more to what you're doing and what you do does affect other people, but we also have to stop and just celebrate each other, just, just stop and celebrate each other. So I wanted to make something authentic and different. So I was like, it has to be all beatbox. And it and it, it I can't do anything other than beatbox is going to be all beatbox and I want to celebrate people and so I created a website and I created a form and I was like hey go here and get a free song it's it's absolutely free just sign up and tell me what you do a little bit of information about you what you do and then boom I'll make you a song and it was it's it's just been taken off since then. <laughs> here, here we are. So is it your full time right now or are you working towards Which, that? Uh, I'm still, I, I'm working towards that. It's been, uh, obviously it's been a struggle, but um, for when I, um, for businesses and stuff, they've been, uh, it's been working really well, but not to a point where I can like cut ties with being a delivery driver. But yeah. um, also I'm a motion graphics and illustrator and I do graphic art too. So I'm trying like between the graphics, between the music and between the branding theme songs, I'm trying to like get rid of the, the driving so I don't have to drive anymore. And sure. it's kind of cool because this week and last week, I stayed home from driving, and I've been working on uh, doing visual assets for a um, a nonprofit that I that I actually started beatboxing for, like I think last year. So I was like host of this this looping festival type thing here in Pittsburgh, I guess, because I, I was doing. What was it? I think, oh, because I was, I was in the scene doing stuff. And the one, and one of my, one of the DJs at one of the scenes I was at, he was like, you want to do this thing? It's at this place and we'll just be there and you could be boxing. I can DJ. And I was like, cool. Like, why not? So we started uh, get weird Wednesdays 
and every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, I would go to this place and we would do that. And then the the guy who was in charge of that venue met this other guy, and the other guy came and he says, "You guys, any you guys, you have anybody that could do this?" And and that's who he 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 introduced me to them, and I've been I've been doing their graphics for this is the second year I've been doing them for, and I hosted. Um, I don't know. Of course, you guys probably don't know, but in Pittsburgh, the big event that we have, an arts festival, we have the Pittsburgh Arts, Three Rivers Arts Festival here every year. I, I don't know how long. I know it was a long time, though. <laughs> Maybe 35 or 60 years. I can't remember. I should remember because I was actually in one of the anniversaries but um it's a big festival here it's pretty cool and I, I actually got to host the event and the event that they the the company that i was a part of does a three-day event and then the third day is a part of the three rivers festival so i was like a part of like two different festivals and one in at one time and it, it was my first time doing all that stuff and i was blown away i was just like wow this is so cool but then I was like, but you guys need to work on your logo. Like, let me work on that. So I did that. And now, like, I'm, you know, two weeks off of work, working on next this year's and next year's stuff. So that's, I'm sort of getting there, trying to get, you know, full-time trying. <laughs> I ask because part of, part of my wanting to make this is, you know, I want to talk about all aspects of creativity. And part of that's, the business part and um so you said you've been doing yeah. the reddit sessions have you played on tiktok at all um so i had a tiktok for a very long time and i never used it because i think the tools that they had there before i couldn't there was no way that i was i, I wanted to interact because that was basically how all of my stuff is and um I got, I couldn't interact, I guess, in some ways. So it was like, you have to like either not do what, what I'm doing. And, but then I felt like if I did anything other than what I'm supposed to be doing, then it's going to like take away from what I actually do. So like I did do some little puppet stuff and I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. But then I took it down and I'm just trying to like, you got to work on your brand and try to work on like, how people are perceiving you and what what they are what, when they see you what what are you representing and so that was a, a hard thing for TikTok and I could and I did do something because I had made a track and I was like ooh if I could like get a little challenge going on where like I like they do a response to my track you know side by side and but then like at that time it was just like motions to attract, like everything else was muted. So like, it was kind of like, it, it just didn't work. So no TikTok yet. Um, Reddit, yes. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm like trying to get people over on Patreon. So like, you know, if you go on Patreon, I, um, because I do the theme songs every week, once every Thursday, but I can't do everybody's theme song every Thursday, well, on Thursday that day. So like on Patreon, I try to like say, hey, I'll start doing your theme song today. If you sign up as Patreon, plus you get all the instrumentals to all the beats and uh, or all the songs and 
and uh, I give I give a cassette I, I make a cassette tape an actual cassette tape out so that's only if you stay long enough because it's it's just really tricky so the business side of patreon is one thing the business side of fiverr is a whole different monster um and then reddit and then trying to spread it spread the the news through linkedin and and uh what is it, twitter instagram it's a full it, that in itself every every thursday is a full-time everything because i have to make sure to make make the song but then i have to make sure all of the wording for each different social media thing is set up right for YouTube. It's a, it's just a, it's a crap load of work and people are like, they don't even, they don't understand the work that you put into it. Like it's a part of, I guess that's the monster, the social media monsters because like people look at those, those stars and they're like, Oh, I could do that. And you're like, yeah, but are you going to put the work in? Are you going to, you know, it's not just you open up a, you know, open up your phone and just do it. You have to have a plan. You have to have a brand. You have to have, you have to do, you have to do the business model. If you don't do the business model, you're not going to get anywhere and they don't realize it. So yeah, it's a lot of work. Well, yeah. And I, I'm empathizing because, you know, for me, it's putting out the visual artwork and yeah, I do Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I follow you on Instagram, um, TikTok, and oh, you do. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Well, here's the thing with all of all of these formats, they have a use, and each one is a different language. TikTok yes. is its own. Yeah. And but yeah. I think I think you lend yourself to it because what I'm hearing, and you can correct me, but I feel like it almost sounds like you're making a like productions like every Thursday for the different formats. Whereas if you just documented some, what you're working visually figured that out, it'd be so interesting because you're extremely intriguing. I was drawn instantly and <laughs> um, just amplifying that. I think um, you'd get everything you wanted in no time because um, I mean, it is that yeah. strong. And um, like when, when you did the, and so if people, I'll reiterate that Kid Mental did the, the theme song for the intros, this podcast. And it was just amazing because I gave him a few words, uh, some links, and I'm not sure what your process is, but you just shot it right back to me. And I think I had a suggestion and then I felt stupid because I'm like, you know, he knows what he's doing and it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. My little no, girls right. go around was... the house singing it like the bebop song. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, i love that song yeah it um but yeah and I, i'm just always curious like and, and obviously we're we're different mediums but i think as far as marketing it's I all do pretty want similar to. yeah yeah well, cool. i do want to get like some cameras in here and and edit it it's just I li literally have to do the full-time uh, delivery job and then, you know, three kids. And then, yeah. so it's like, how do I set it up and then edit it and then still make sure that I have a song on Thursday <laughs> and then they still make sure that I like, it's so like trying to add that it's, it's been a, it's been a struggle and I'm slowly, slowly getting there. It's slowly changing, trying to just, 
it just I gotta get it in the groove. If I could get it in the groove, you know, then well, that, boom. That's <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Um, you know, I keep saying it. When I first like looked at TikTok, I was just confused. Um, and you can quote yeah, me, but exactly. I thought I thought this is one long fart joke, and um, I'll never get it. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, it definitely so, was though. You had to. <laughs> but you know I, I started to look at it and i was as far as like myself making content for it i realized increasingly you always just on any medium any social media you have to be yourself pretty completely and that's what i started doing so now i'm just starting to build tiktok content but um i pretty Ooh. much every night like um after I've done my paint session, I'll show what I worked on, whether it's finished or not. They're like quick, um, I, I keep them under a minute, but I do all the editing on my phone. And then oh, okay, cool. content, um, you know, here and there, I like you, I have three kids, um, <laughs> single father. So it's, it's a tough balance, but, but it's important, yeah. you know, cause, um, Ever since I started doing that, yeah, I'm seeing more sales, more interest. I get to talk to cool people like you because of that. <laughs> that like just connecting with the I world. Gotta, I got to get on TikTok. Yeah, to, man. Uh, follow you. I got to follow the, you on TikTok. The other part is your vibe. Like, it's just pure joy. And um, that needs to be out there more. And especially um, that being younger viewers. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pushing you. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> thank you. I, <laughs> I want, I mean, I really want to, I really do. Uh, it is, it's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I don't know how to explain it. Um, but if you ever hear that, uh, that interview with Michael Jackson, um, where he's, I, I know I've never seen visual i've always heard it though and it was a it was all a, it was about it was i guess it was a uh interviewer and the interviewer i don't remember what they asked him but the point of what michael was saying was he was saying everywhere else in the world he's got a song that is like say you know we are the world that's a very positive song right and all over the world it's topping the billboard charts but when you look back and where he's from he's from america and it's not there because i guess like he's his point was saying wh where is america's mind where is america's mind because if i'm if these songs that are positive and they're pushing positivity and all over the world they're topping the billboard charts one after another after another but here in america it's not think about it where where is that mind where where is america if this is what's happening so that's kind of where i am because i'm 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 aware that this does exist and i'm aware that it it happened like when I'm on Reddit, like a lot of people love the positivity, but then there's like um, 
three it, to every one person that likes it, there's like three or four people who are against it for some reason. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, but it's just that you, you have that and you, of course, when it happens, you can't just let it, you know, overtake you, but now it just keeps me thinking like, so what, what, what is it? How do we push the happiness? How do we push this positivity in this direction in our own country? <laughs> like, how, how yeah. does that work? How can we, but the only way you can is just to continue to do you, but it's, it's really hard. It's like, if you do, if, if I were doing like a lot of other music, I really think that um, here I could be taken differently, but that's not what I want. I mean, I feel as though people um, need that positivity because we're surrounded by too much negative everything where every every time you open up your phone every time you turn on the news and like how do you get away from it and so this is that's why I kind of try to do what I do and that's kind of why I keep my mind blinded to a lot of that stuff because it's like it's not helping me I mean just because it's news doesn't necessarily mean it's necessary <laughs> It's important to work through it because the negativity, especially reacting to what you do, that like floors me. <laughs> but anyway, um, that's just somebody who's hurting in their own life. And, yeah. and in a way, even though it's just maybe like they're trying to get attention and and that's okay that's possible. like i because um i mean all, any any of us to express ourselves for a living or it's what we do it's our thing are vulnerable to that that's mm -hmm. the hardest thing of any of us putting ourselves out there and i've certainly come across it in my life but i always think of that that you know why why would somebody do something like that and there must be something going on in their lives that I'm not privy to, but I can't yeah. let it bring me down. I create for similar reasons that you create. It makes me happy. Yeah. And I, I feel privileged to have that joy. And, and really one of the large things that drives me is when somebody says that they did something because something that I made, that I created, that I said, that I express, and um yeah but i i do see your point like that concern but um yeah it's something to be conscious of but kid mental um should be loud and <laughs> you should be heard sir <laughs> so thank you um so i mean you seem and i'm judging from the music just watching you um on youtube on uh on instagram i mean it seems like you're a happy dude Where is that i mean we all have our down days but in general yeah yeah, yeah. Um, i mean there's nothing to be upset about there's nothing to be i i don't know you can always find i i'm i guess i'm privileged i'm i guess i'm privileged to the fact that i don't have that um 
much negativity in my life than I know that I could have been. I know I could have been raised in a family where, you know, that is just predominantly around. I mean, I think of some of my kids, my kids, you know, a kid, you know, how, how they could have had different parents or, you know, a different, a different life because the people down the street, I mean, it could, it could happen to anybody. So I'm just happy that I can, that I'm not, that there's no, um, I don't know, there's no struggle that causes me to um, be in, unbalanced, I guess. And, and so I'm happy for that. I'm happy to be able to have the opportunity to share um, my happiness with other people. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you, you have gratitude and that's important. Um, so talk about your process a bit, like, especially, especially, uh, interested in um so you start this and anytime to this day anytime um, i start a painting um mm -hmm. i feel silly like i don't know what i'm doing like oh my god you know i people pay me for this but um because it's yeah. blank you know so what what was like yeah. that beginning like for you because you say I'm just going to use my voice and and organic sounds to to make this expression. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is interesting because um ah, like you you remember the first you remember those days in grade school where like you could just lose yourself with a piece of paper and a pencil right like you remember that 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 is when i when i create when i started doing the celebrate to celebrate other people that is that feeling that every time that i that i'm ready to create is that that white piece of paper and knowing that you can do whatever you want on that piece of paper and not be judged like because it's your it's your expression and that's, that's what I, when I first started this, that's what it was. And, and whenever I do a free song, that's again, that is what it is because it's like, I don't have the pressures of somebody, a corporate or, or just somebody who's an entrepreneur saying, here's money. You need to do something that makes sense. So whenever I'm making a free song, it's just that white piece of paper, that, that pencil. And then like, um, when when somebody's like hey i love what you do when i like it's it all the process is so weird it's it's different it like i have to be able to read a person through an email or a message to see how do i approach them because everybody is different and i think that's the first part of my process is who is this person who who are they? And I think because I've done 130, what is it? We're, I think we're at 141 songs now. So it's because I've done 141 different individuals. That is, I guess that's the reason why I approach it that way, because I'm like, who is this type of person? What, what, what makes them tick or what, what, what makes them happy? What do they like about what I'm doing? And a lot of times when they just say, hey, I just love your work, 
then you're like, oh, great, white piece of paper, pencil, because they already, if they're, you already, they're already sold, right? Like, you don't have to be like, you don't have to go and you don't have to dig really deep to find something to make them appreciate you because they already appreciate you. So if they already love what you're doing, now I have that, that um, tremendous feeling of love to help to create something for somebody because now it's like you don't not it's not only just that white piece of paper and that pencil it's like they love what you're doing they already so now i want to push more love into it and and, and mold it into a direction and it you know with with um people who love what you do when you're in there and they're they're willing to um pay for it i i feel it it's just it's uh, I, sometimes I don't know. It's, it's great. But then when it's the other way around where they just want you to be professional, then that's when I get imposter syndrome, even though I know that I can do what I, what they need me to do. It's just like this, they, I don't know. They, because they're, they, they, they read different and they, and they actually, they have a certain thing in mind, you know, it's like, yeah, they like what you do, but they're paying you money and they want a specific thing. And so now you're like, okay, so am I, so am, am I good enough? Like, but, but the more they talk to you, they just like, yeah, I just want to, I just want it to be here than there. And I'm like, as a, as an artist to like, it's, it's two different things when you get paid for it that piece of paper is not really as white as you want it to be. Sometimes that piece of paper is already blotted with black piece, black part filled in and you can't go outside of that. No matter how much you draw in that black part, it will never show up. And that's your freedom. You want to be free and draw in those parts, but you have to make that decision to say, if you don't follow the white parts that they're leaving open for you, then you're not going to have a job. <laughs> you need to follow what they need you to do and just create and do the best at what you know what to do. So that's my process. <laughs> well, that, that sounds a lot like uh, taking commissions. Mm -hmm. no. That's weird because I have, um, I produce daily. I make art every mm -hmm. day of my life. That's my discipline. And so I have, and I do that to build up inventory. And so it is weird when somebody comes to me and like you said, they, your, your paper is compromised. And I increasingly say no to those jobs I, i'm pretty much I'll, I'll do um if somebody wants a likeness like pop art or yeah um, like i did a ruth bader ginsburg the other day and i'm and i, f I feel that i'll do it and yeah because you feel it yeah i have the same even sometimes it's not something i like but it is pop culture if there is an element that i love about it but the commissions mm -hmm. that I've had trouble with are where 
I think maybe they liked the person, <laughs> but truly didn't like the work because they're trying to get me to do something what? I don't do. You know, I don't, yeah. um, that's just not my style and you're never going to be happy with it. And so what I had to learn to do is to think about no. the proposal <laughs> and learn to say no, because it's, um, you know, we, we do what we do to do what we want, really. <laughs> yeah. You know, you didn't become kid mental to be told what to do. It, like like what you do is it's very free and it's um it's yeah. awesome and um it's important to keep that integrity so and but yeah I, I feel what you're saying in that capacity but um before uh we started recording we were talking about your you recorded your own c your it's not a cd anymore is it <laughs> but your own project oh, like oh yeah tracks? yeah yeah, they, they uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's just streaming. I think it's uh, available everywhere on stream. It's uh, hard to say because it's, it's the, it's the Greek word is kiklos. Um, and so, but it's spelled and it's, but uh, I think Alexa says kuklos. It's spelled K Y K L O S, um, and it's it's a. It's a concept. Oh, she's talking back to me. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I shouldn't have said her name. A L E Q. I mean, what, X A. Yeah. Um, she. Um, it's a. It's oh, Alexa was talking back to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I um. There's a. It's uh. It's a concept album. <clears throat> Key close means, um, I okay. So it's Greek, and it is the root word to like cyclo, cy, uh, cyclops, uh, circle, because it means it means it means circle, but it doesn't mean circle. <laughs> but yeah, it's a um, what's the other word for it? Cycle, cycle. That's the the more better work term to use to describe key close um it's cycle because and there and it's and it breaks down there's three songs um and it's the cycle um if you ever see key close most of the time most uh i can't say is it philosophers or or poli political philosophers basically the key close of the system the governing system where you know the rise and the fall and then you know the people and yada 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 that's that's the key close that's the cycle um so it 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 goes at, the whole album basically talks about the cycle that <clears throat> that i've been dealing with ever since i was born and uh it's been around ever since before i was born um the blacks in america um and not just the blacks in america because i also cover like um uh, gun reform and um, freedoms, uh, liberties, and things like that. So, like the album is a forever cycle. Uh, the first, the first um, song is called "Key Close," and that's when I um, that one 
like I haven't talked about this in a while, so I'm trying to remember everything. Um, but it is it it talks about the beginning of this country and what was considered politically correct back then that people now look back and say, wow, that, that was crazy. And I'm like, yeah. And you still think a lot of things are politically correct and <laughs> you're, you're missing the whole point of where humans and how we are equal and how things should be. And then the second song is called Kaepernick Callin'. And it's, it's just talking about police brutality. And then the last one is called uh, Kings of Babylon. So each of the songs, there's three songs and all of them start with K. Like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of con concept in this album that, and a lot of meaning. I have meanings for everything and it's cool. So the last, this last one was sort of a, um, a liberation type of song. And the, I think the first one was of an oppression, it's like oppression. And then the second one was dealing with that oppression. So it's, it's that oppression, dealing with the oppression, and then the liberty from that oppression. But because we go in steps, we don't fully become liberated. We only become partially liberated. And so once you're partially re, uh, liberated, then you go back to the oppression and then the dealing with this new oppression and then liberating from that new oppression and then it starts over again. So yeah, it's a cycle. And that's why I named each song what I named it. And there was a lot of symbolism and a lot of different things, but it was pretty cool because I've always wanted to talk on this, but I've most of my music is not political. And as you see that a lot of times that I'm dealing with a lot of the things that I do when I'm doing theme songs and all that stuff, I try to keep it very positive because that's just, uh, that's just, I mean, I don't, I don't want to deal with the gritty polit political debates because it always ends in some darkness in some way. So I just felt that it was the time I, I it was a couple I was supposed to release it a couple of years ago but then like I've been waiting and waiting on the um, mixer the engineer and the other people that were involved and I'm waiting and like I couldn't get anything and then finally like this stuff started happening and these riots and then I'm like wow that's crazy we should get this done and I call the guy and he's like yeah I got it done so he sends that to me and then I finish it up and I'm like well great it actually came out on time sort of and um yeah it deals with everything that's going on in 2020 so i released it in 2020 so hey it's pretty cool it's a it's it's an interesting album i have to give that a listen and we talked about putting a track at the end of this if people want to hang out and check it out so um yeah are are you working on so those were three tracks so how are you working on those did you sit down and work on all three or is it something like over time you just kept picking at <laughs> so kings of kings of babylon was done 10 years ago and okay. um we were supposed to continue on 
Kings of Babylon. Uh, but the the producer, he is the produce uh, like I think it was supposed to be a um, Jamaican uh, hip hop reggae tone reggae type hip hop song album, and it was called Strong Mind, but I released it as Kings of Babylon. But Kings of Babylon was ten years ago, and I was really I had a like a whole bunch of like Nas type verses, Nas type, like just feeling in the flow. And then like my homie was singing like the hooks and we were going to go back and forth. Like maybe I would sing a hook and he would do a hook. And like, we were going to do this hip hop reggae album and it never happened because when you deal with people, that's what happens. Like, that's what happens. <laughs> that's, that's why I loop. So yeah. he, uh, he, he, that's what happened 10 years ago. And then that same producer, he showed me this beat probably not too long after that. And then I never wanted to do anything with it. And then he asked me, because he was on hard times or something. So I had his hard drive and I had all of his beats and he was like, can you send me this one beat? And I'm, I'm like, all right, let me go through his hard drive, find this beat. So I find like, I think he had three beats I needed to render out. So I was rendering out the beats and I was listening to him and I was like, hold up, yo, this song right here. I'm like, man. So, and I guess it's because of everything that's been going on. And politically, I, I just was like, man, I could, man, like, I really need to talk about everything that's going on right now. And it was crazy because the sample that he used was a, like an African, um, it was like an African beat dance type uh, music. And it was like a tribal type, um, like, song. And the thing, the only thing that I hated, and I guess I have a regret, was that I did not find out the translation. And that was the only regret that I had because I hate, I hate it when people release things with a sample and they didn't even try to find out what it means. And then later on they realize what it means. And I'm like, you idiot. That's why you shouldn't have used it. <laughs> but I felt that no matter what it said, I think it would, it would still fit. And so I was, and I, and I talked to, uh, talked to a lot of African friends and I say, yo, like, could you, and they, and the way that they kind of said that it could be what it might be, that it really wouldn't matter. So that was kind of a, not a regret, but then it was still like, I still don't know what they said. And, uh, but it really, it just hit deep because it felt like it was coming from the mother motherland you know so i was just like yo like this this is the epitome of everything that i'm trying to say and then the the um the the last song i actually started last i think it was last year there was this other producer who had like i i um they had they were doing a discount or something and i was like i like their beats i I don't usually, cause I, I make my own tracks and I could get tracks for free. 
whenever I want and whenever I need, but I was like, I like this person. I like their attitude. I like their, their, their positivity. I love everything about them. So I was like, I really want to support them in some way. And when they sent me the beat, I was like, cool. Like this, like they made it directly for me. And I was like, all right, well, cool. And that the rest is history. The rest is this album. So it was, it was, uh, it was interesting. Like I have, songs from 20 years ago that i want to do but i can't it's just you don't have the resources or you don't have the right things and i don't know it doesn't work out the way you want it to work out it's not like you you know you gotta you're working full-time at a studio where you can you got that time and you got the resources so i i got two albums i'm trying to work on right now i i've literally have four albums that I've been work trying to work on for the past who knows when, but because I was trying to work with other people and they slacked on it, then I can't continue. And it sucks because I'm the person that came up with the ideas. I'm the person that came up with like everything about it. But the one little thing that makes this, 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 what it is, is that other person is because you, you just need that energy from that other person and either i need to find somebody to match that energy which is not really easy because if you're dealing with one person and they're like that how, how many times are you gonna find somebody that actually wants to do what they're they 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 set out to do unless they're like unless they're like you or they're like me where we're we're set in our mind and we're like we we want to create and we were going to continue to create and no matter what happens, we're not going to stop. We're not going to stop creating. But when you're collaborating with other people, like what can you do? You can only go so far. So I've learned you just have to take that as it is. Um, most collaborations come to an end. It's just a natural part of it. Um, and sometimes they don't even get started. <laughs> true, true, true. But, um, I'm hey, so man. mad though because this. Yeah. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you don't know what happens going ahead. So Yeah. Maybe maybe something will change and we'll get to see those come to fruition. Um I wanna thank Hopefully. you again for coming to talk to me. It's it's been awesome. Thank you. Like I said, I, having me. So excited. Like uh, I remember I initially asked you before I even had episodes, I'm like I need to get a few done so I don't look like a complete doofus. <laughs> oh. I, I, I started out, I started out with my friends and um, so, but man, uh, tremendous. I hope you'll come back. Um, can you tell people how to, oh, yes. how they get in touch with you? Like what's the best way? Um, you can, you can uh, just go to kidmental.com. K I D M E N T A L dot. It has everything. It, like you can get to my Instagram, you can get to my Facebook, you can get to my Twitter. Um, if you do go to Twitter, it's just Kid Mental. If you go to Instagram, it's Kid Mental Music. If you go to Facebook, it's Kid Mental Music. Um, I'm on Reddit as My Job Theme Song, all one word. Um, uh, yeah, is your TikTok still active? That's it. Or go. My TikTok is still there. It is, I think it is Kid Mental. And uh, 
Yeah, like, and I'm on Patreon, patreon.com slash kidmental and Fiverr at kidmental if you want to hire me. That's how I found you. Fiverr with two R's, right? Yep. Yeah. All right, well, thank you, sir. And um, I'll see you next time. uh, Awesome. Thank you. All right, we're out of here. Thank you very much. Bebop. If it doesn't pose a threat to your integrity, don't stress it. Something so trivial could affect you. Born from a nation where the forefathers wouldn't second guess it. In the name of the Holy Father, son, tied up and blessed. Pull my rope into a noose and check the patriotic message. What folks are calling pride to string me up by the neck end. Calling common decency to strip me down naked. And watch me swing from the break, stop, take a picture. Force trauma through the tape and pass it on the Netflix. Check the pretense, they proceed to pass with what's in. It's where I came from, so I don't need to stress it. That's what they tell me when they appropriate my ethnic. Authenticity is true. Reason if we embrace it, but when they still ain't considered ghetto, it's a day trip. He close. Put that on my Me trying to tell me that she changed. It ain't about the cards, the way that you play. If the sauce say, let me put you on game. Get your body, you can jump. Welcome to the project. Real estate, hand me down. Put that on your cards. Just think it's all hope. So they repeat the process. Here you are, claim it back just to build a concept. Here, nigga, 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 nigga. You could be the teeth, but you still be a nigga. I ain't pointing fingers, but they bees on the trigger. Ain't calling out names, just pulling back the finger.